Thank you for joining me today for this brief devotional. My hope is that your heart will both be encouraged and challenged. Good Monday morning. You know, when I, um, when my first marriage ended, I had no idea the um, depth to which it had been ravaged by the enemy. And I went on a all-out um, search to figure out what got me there and get it out of me. That was the first thing I said to my precious friend and counselor at the time, Ken Edwards. I said, whatever got me here, I want it out of me. And that was a... Uh, battlefield worth dying on. And I, I've said often that you, once you've shut your heart down and battled to get it back, you'll do everything in your power to keep it. So much so that the Lord allowed me to write Reclaiming Your Heart and share the principles. See, Proverbs 4.23 says, above all else, and those of you that know me know that I say a lot, Anytime God uses extreme language, uh, we need to be paying attention. So when he says above all, guard your heart. I mean, think about that. Think about all the other things that you think could fall into that place of above all the things that we do. But he says, no, why? Because it's, different passages say different things. One say it's the wellspring of life. It means everything, all of life that you live, the abundant life of the Father flows from it. Think about it. You can't even come to the Lord unless you believe in your heart, right? So the heart is central to our, our spirit man and our natural man. So he says, above all else, guard your heart for it affects everything you do. That means if our heart is left unguarded, it's going to affect everything you do. And so there were kind of eight different types of hearts the Lord revealed to me. But what He revealed to me is that in order for us to be shut down in this place, it's because we've believed a lie about God. Fundamentally, we have believed a lie about God. So one is performance, and that's simply saying God hasn't made me enough. One is um, disappointment, which God isn't for me, is the lie in that. One is critical, which says um, God expects me to get it right. Control, God isn't big enough, so I need to figure out how to be, and I'm just going to control everybody else in my little world. Well, control's an illusion, like Ken says. So if it's an illusion and you're a control freak, then it really means you're just a freak. So anyway, that's... Total side note, that was free. So then there is um, anger, which says God isn't just. There is shame, which says God can't use me because I'm no good. There's a lie of the weary heart, which says God needs me, even though God says I have no need of anything. And then there's the lie of the fearful heart, which simply says that God can't be trusted. Now listen, it's not passing through these places, okay? We all have moments where we're critical. We all have moments where we can respond in controlling ways. We all have moments where we're angry. Angry, remember, is, is, can be righteous. So it's not always bad to be angry. And there's also healthy fears. You know, it's okay to tell your child, stay away from white vans with no windows, right? But it's when we land there 
Not when we pass through. We all have moments that we're weary. But when all of a sudden we think God needs us to do this and He needs us to be on every committee and He needs us to manage everybody's life and He needs us to do this and this and do this, and then all of a sudden we're believing a lie about God and we haven't just passed through somewhere. We've actually landed there. And John 10.10 10 gives us a picture of the abundant life. He says, The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I've told you before, that's progressive in nature. He starts with stealing, and a lot of times we don't even realize what he's doing. But his ultimate goal, do not be deceived. His ultimate goal for your life and my life is complete and utter destruction. He wants no stone left on itself. He wants you a shell of the person that God desires you to be. Now, what have I learned? I've learned this. No one can take my heart from me. In my first marriage, my husband did not take my heart from me. I handed over my heart. I was the one that let that go. Now, are there moments in extreme trauma when God in His mercy will shut down our heart to protect it? Absolutely. But there comes a time in any moment of our story when God brings revelation and truth that then we have to decide what we're going to do with the truth that He brings. And are we going to walk in the freedom that He affords? So friends, above all else, guard your heart. How do I do that? You use every single piece of arsenal. What are they for us, for this ministry? One, we recognize, ask the Lord, what is going on with your heart? Ask Him to reveal, is there performance in you, control? Have you shut down to being critical, being shamed? Are you, are you not even living your future because you're, you're in bondage to your past? Whatever it may be, ask Him, He will show you. And it's gonna set you free. Then you repent. We have to repent of what we've done with our hearts. Repentance has become some foreign word in the kingdom of God. Friend, repentance is your friend. It's through repentance, it's through turning and changing that we come into a full relationship with Jesus Christ. Repentance is not a four-letter word. Repentance is the difference between life and death. That's our choice. Then we begin to reflect on what is true. You cannot combat a lie unless you know what is true. The Word of God is truth. It is the only sure thing in this life. And then four, you need to be in relationship with people that call you up, that bring you up, that believe the things that you believe. It's not that we don't, we don't have relationships with all kinds of people, but we need relationships with people in our life that are full of the power of the Holy Spirit and living abundant lives. So, it's a Monday. You're you're just trying to get the coffee or the Coke or the hot tea to make it through the week. You know, we're just getting the PJs off and the work clothes on and we're trying to get the mind of Christ just to make it through the week. But you know what? You and I don't have to live that way. You and I can wake up on a Monday morning and say, here we go. We got a job to do, a mission to accomplish, an abundant life to live. Arm up. Get it out and get it going on this Monday morning. If your heart was encouraged today, please know that we have many other resources available for you. You can discover all of those at reclaiminghearts.org.